Yes. Tax planning. Very, very important, especially this time of year. Just get organized. And now is the time because the holidays are going to hit and you're going to be like, oh, what's Thanksgiving? I'll do it after before Christmas. And then poof, all of a sudden it's January and your estimated tax payments, the last one at midnight, January 15th. And then you're scrambling and you're ripping your hair out. So just start now. I mean, you don't have to do it overnight. Just start getting your ducks in a row, essentially. You're listening to the Expertish Podcast. Be sure to head over to iTunes or Spotify and tell Jay what you thought about this episode. Expertish is where you can learn how to invest from those who have, those who are, and have some fun along the way. Are you ready to start? Hey, welcome to this episode of Expertish Podcast with my friend Anne Marie. How's it going? Awesome. How are you? Good, good. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't remember, it's our second time on the podcast, I believe she is my kind of tax savior, kept me out a lot of trouble <laughs> or dug me out of some trouble. And I think I mentioned that before, but we just did about a week ago a routine checkup, if you yeah, will, definitely. and kind of planning a little bit for yeah. end of the year for the tax coming up and to make sure I set myself properly for next year's tax season. Yes. So. Tax planning. Very, very important, especially this time of year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have a lot of meetings set up for this week for tax planning. Just just last minute, like last minute, like tax shopping, what you can do, what you can't do, what you should be investing, how your estimated tax payment's doing. What is that? that yeah. <laughs> a very important part of being a business owner is your estimated tax payments. So we definitely need to calculate those. If you haven't made any, you can still make them. It doesn't have to be. They, they have their dates set up that they prefer. Um, obviously for their budgeting point of view, so that when they have influx of, of funds coming in, but you actually can just make one. If you're, if you barely made a profit, if you made like $2,000, you can just kind of throw 20% their way, you know, whatever. And then you'll probably get a lot of that back, but it's just, it's basically better than paying a penalty. Right. So if you owe over a thousand dollars on your 1040, if you have an S corp, everything flows to your 1040, or if you are just using a schedule E for your rental properties, if you owe over a thousand, you will be penalized. What's the deadline to kick into it before? The very, very last time you can actually make your um, estimated tax payment is January 15th before midnight. How is it that I know that? <laughs> <laughs> Might know a little something about that one. Just a little, just a little. But yet it's still not late as long as it's in there. No, yeah, exactly. Midnight. Yes, exactly. So just get that in. And this time of year is the time to get your books together. I call it your books. Some people call it their records. It's essentially all of your income versus your expenses, yeah. which is your net income. And your net income is what you are taxed on, right. not your gross. Also something I, I would say that I've learned over my vast couple of years working with you is reaching out to make that plan this year, you've conditioned me to plan ahead because it's not just planning for next year, but there's always something that I could have done differently this year that it's not too late to, to oh, account yeah, for. Definitely. And so I always get that point. Definitely. You're like, Hey, what about this? And I'm like, Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We did so. that last year with you, with your investment side. So I yeah. was like, okay, let's create more of a tax shelter with your S corp. Cause S corps are great for that. You get mm -hmm. to a certain point where your deductions are becoming they're there right. and all of you write off in your expenses, but it comes a little stagnant where your income is growing, but your, de your deductions and all your expenses are the same. Right. So it's time to beef it up. And so we created a tax shelter for you with all your investments in your 401k and paying yourself and et cetera. So that's what S corps are created for. Yeah. We did so, some last minute shifts. Yes. Yeah. It's just as important to kind of end the year, right? 
does yeah. is to start because yeah. sometimes things change a little bit too. Like, Definitely. you know, and when you're early on in business too, whether mm-hmm. investing or just in your business itself, hopefully your profits continue, you know, grow. Well, that's the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the other idea is obviously to keep your kind of like not pay taxes, but you know, you, you know, you, you get the gist, yes. just kind of don't pay as much. <laughs> right, 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 right. So, and there's always a room for that where we can actually just kind of create more. So I always just kind of do like a number gauge. Like if you reach 50, it's time to get off of schedule C. Let's yeah. create an S corp, reach 80. And now we're getting to the point where we're going to start talking about maybe just, you know, calling ADP, making you a W2. Mm-hmm. And then now we're at 120. So mm-hmm. now let's get some IRAs in there and start paying yourself. And then you have other employees or whatever you want to do, or if you have excess income in December, it's time to take your tax repair out for dinner. And or <laughs> way to slide that one in there. Well you know, played. Things like that. Here you can have like a really big outing with your employees. Cause again, that's a hundred percent write off right. always, by the way. So your meals with your clients are usually 50%, but we discussed 2021, it's a hundred. But if you're actually like doing anything for like you were doing this afternoon, having a team meeting, right. anything that you catered or actually had in is a hundred percent. Right. Not, not so bad either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, it's a nice little perk. That's why people have holiday parties. As I say, quote unquote, it's a uh, time to throw the money out the window and have some fun with it. So right. we have a, a smaller net business income number. So yeah, yeah, do it. You can donate to charity. You can, I mean, you can, there's many things that you can do. I mean, at the end Don't of the you. year, <laughs> at the end of the year, if there was that, you know, Mac you wanted for the company mm-hmm. and then buy it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, that's another thing with that kind of same thing. <laughs> so many of these things when you are self-employed or when you have your S corp or, you know, mm-hmm. however you structure it, most things are for business at that point, right? Oh, definitely. I mean, definitely. Why wouldn't definitely. it be? Yeah. So that's why I tell people, I'm like, just let me know what you buy. I mean, for expensing or actually depreciating, mm-hmm. that's different. So mm-hmm. if you're going to buy like the big, like what do you use Apple? I love Mac products. So mm-hmm. if you're going to buy like the big screen with a, with a little thing, and are we looking at like three to $7,000? We're going to depreciate that over five years. Gotcha. We're not just going to take it as one expense. If you're going to buy the new air book, it's 1500 bucks. We're going to expense that. New cell phone, we're going to expense that. So there's just different price points. So if you get new office furniture and you like redo everything, like you're going to get your office space Mm -hmm. soon, we can depreciate the furniture. Perfect. Yeah. Well, it's just the right time to tell you then that I ordered the new MacBook Pro. Yes. So pre-ordered, so it'll show up next week. So Yes. Just make sure it's here before December 31st. December 31st at midnight. It gets here. uh, (laughs) I just, I got my email yesterday. It gets here next week, I think like Tuesday. Yeah. I, I bought all my Apple covid put my toys this year so well i couldn't yeah. wait for this one to come out because the new one has <laughs> went back to the mag plug-in oh, i yeah. hate the plug uh, yeah yeah so yeah basically i don't care what they did with it it just the fact of going back to that i was that yeah. was sold yeah so that's what that is so, <laughs> it's the little things <laughs> it is man it really really is i love it so that's not so bad well a couple of things that we, we were talking like it's always funny because we talk so much before we get on to the podcast you know yeah. or like you were out with the team talking and yeah. you know talking tax stuff and helping them out a little bit too but this year as you know we, we did that kind of talked about earlier the work workshops and really tried to in the last year year and a half push people to or educate them or get them interested in investing like real estate investing and Definitely. you know because that's what i know yeah the other stuff i have yeah. to ask 
obviously, you know, yeah. you know, some of the people that I yeah, actually asked definitely. for those investments, yeah. but on the real estate side, and then there's some people that did really cool investments this year. A lot of people get doing their first investments. And I'm super it. stoked for them. So with that, this is going to be their first tax year right? with these real estate investments. Right. We talked a little bit before, but if we could hit a few of the key things for the people to remember. And then also I want to kind of follow up with it with people don't always understand that they can be considered a real estate professional. Oh yeah. That's a big one. Right? Yeah. Cause I'll ask some of my clients and like, do you actually put in 750 hours? And that's the magic number ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to your investment property. And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, let me digress. Okay, so um, do you spend at least half of your time working on the property? They're like, no. I'm like, okay, do you spend half your time working on the property, talking to your tenants, talking to your property management, um, furnishing, painting, picking out the paint, picking out this, doing that, and that, and that goes on and on and on. And I nitpick the heck out of it. And they're like, well, yeah. I'm like, okay. You are a real estate professional. You do realize. not have to have a real estate license yeah. to be considered a real estate professional. Right. So this is something a lot of other preparers I've seen miss because um, they see real estate professional. They check no because they have not gone on to and researched my favorite word, right. <laughs> which I love to do. What actually makes somebody a real estate professional? So and like I said, in a nutshell, it's 750 hours. You can have a property manager. You can have a landscaper. You can have all these other things that you are actually, they're doing for you, but you are still working with them. So mm-hmm. the hours you spend on them and all the little intricate things you're doing, the scheduling or whatever it is, that is still applicable to your 750 hours. What about actually procuring the properties and stuff too? Searching, going through yep, escrow, like, you know, all that. Every, There's so yeah. much that goes project managing rehab. Yes, everything that you're doing towards that property. So if you like, drive by and you're picking up some sticks in the lawn that's donated to your hours just round up <laughs> marketing yeah you know. everything you're doing yeah if, definitely. if it's available take it as, yeah. like honestly like yes. if we really simplify yeah. it too and that's what i always do the people i'm like well do you do this do you do that do that da, 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 da. and they're like oh well yeah i said well congratulations you're a real estate professional exactly <laughs> <laughs> and so your deduction is actually quite larger so I like to actually, when I always have a client, they're like, well, what difference does it make? So I'll actually, mark, I'll check no and I'll have their tax return done, send them their number, check yes, send them their number. They're like, oh, look at that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a difference. Yeah. So a lot of teeny tiny things that you do on your tax return can end up just adding up. Mm-hmm. It's, and Mike, I told you my motto when I first met you, I was like, I don't care if we get an extra dollar, we're doing it. Right. <laughs> I had no problem with that. Yeah. So that's just how I roll. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, let's utilize the tax law was written for you for this reason. Let's utilize it. Right. So. That's, well, that's something that I think people miss out on too, is like none of the tax laws charge you more. They just give you ways to pay less. Exactly. Yeah. It was all designed that way. So, and if you actually don't really want to take the time to do that, the government has no problem taking your money. Oh yeah. Believe me. <laughs> More than happy. Sure. More than happy. That is for And sure. that's how we touched on, I don't know if earlier or not, um, with I had a client use tax act for a tax year and then now he got an IRS letter. <laughs> and his exact words were, That's the year I didn't use you. <laughs> that's it. that is, I will say I got uh what was it this year? Oh, my LLC got suspended. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the heck? Because, you know, I did all the stuff that we had to do and everything. Right. Things got a little crazy in the last year or so, too, because even with the IRS, connecting or communicating, like for someone who's not the professional like you that does it on a daily basis. Yeah it got tougher that to get through to the right numbers and stuff. I mean, it took oh, forever because yeah. you had to finally, I actually reached out to you cause I'm like, I can, I can handle this. Right. I knew yeah. what it was, but I just didn't know how to get through to fix it. Yeah. But it got suspended because I had gotten two of those bills of like what you still owe after everything else, like right. not a penalty or anything because yep. it was so small. It was yep. like literally $37 <laughs> and 42. I still remember. Exactly. Right. Yes. And so I got in my first one. Cool. Let me send it off. Right. And send it. And because I had set up my account online, right? right? So I'd done that, or that's how I did it. I didn't even send it. I did it online Mm -hmm. or whatever. And then I got another one like that. That looks like the same price, but whatever, so small. I'll just do it. Right. I'll just pay it again. Like whatever. Cause maybe who knows, whatever. So I do it. And then later I'm like, what the heck? Cause I was doing some, open another account, business account, found out. LLC suspender. I'm like, yeah. what the hell is this? You know, like, oh shit, what did I do? I remember your, your, your screen prints I got in the yeah, panic. I'm like, You're like, I'm like, I can't, I can't get this fixed. Seriously. Yes. I couldn't get through to anybody. And I'm like, I have numbers that no one else has. Well, so. that was the problem. Uh, even on the letters they had sent, like yeah, trying to get no, through, it no, was like, no, those are designed to make you want to like, just go out and drink heavily. Yeah. I think <laughs> so. I'm inside you. Like I, I, I've called 27 times Yes, and gotten absolutely yeah. nothing. And then I I text you two numbers. Yeah. And then I think the next day you're like, oh yeah, I got through. Thank got you. Got through to someone who was able yeah. to help. Yeah. I was like, use this one. And if that one doesn't use this one. So yeah. Well, and the person that I got through to is actually very helpful. Yeah. It could not help at all. The first one. Yeah. Because that was the personal side. And then he's like, oh, well, no, everything's good here. You don't own anything. I'm like, but can you check kind of like what, what has, you know, did you get the, you know, the last payment or whatever it was, right. should be a 37. Like, Somebody's like, Oh, well, actually now that I'm looking at it, <laughs> we're showing like a $37 and 42 cent, uh, overage, which, Oh wait. Yeah. It looks like you paid twice, th- twice, but it was like two different ones. So it was so close. It was like a 37, 42, 37. So yeah. they, and then they're like, Oh, so we're, yeah, here, I'm going to put for them to issue a check and send it back to you. I'm like, wait, so that was supposed to go to the business. So that should have been, can you just transfer that? Oh no, that's totally separate. I'm like, you're fucking oh, kidding me. Oh yeah. Bro. That's why I gave you two different numbers. I'm mm-hmm. like, this so is like, he yeah. Refund, son of <laughs> chat. I'm like, dude, save me the time. Don't even send me the fucking yeah, check. Just, they cannot communicate with each other, but no. you think they should. Yeah. So then I had to go to the other one and it took a, a few, few tries, but, yeah. but then it was like, oh, that's, uh, oh yeah. my God. And they're like, and they were nice. Actually, that, that was the other thing I wasn't expecting. Their customer, I would rather talk to their customer service than any cell phone or a cable oh, yeah. company or anything. They were kind of nice once you could get them. Because I do tax resolution as well. So I make bad things go away. That's my motto in that side of my business. But I, they always think the state of California is like evil and this. And I said, yes, they're, they're more aggressive. So when you get the 30 day letter, 30 days is 30 30 days. days, They're going to come raid your bank account in the middle of the night while you're dreaming. So, I mean, you had time. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, all these, I love actually working with the state of California. Mm -hmm. They're amazing. And now like they'll have a levy in place or they'll do this and be like, okay, you know what? The guy can't afford this and this and that. I'm like, let's just use this number. They're like, okay. Right. (laughs) Yeah. They're amazing. As long as you actually beat them to the punch. Yeah. And if you do miss that boat, then I really advise finding someone like me who does resolution because I'm not speaking poorly about other tax preparers, Mm -hmm. but a lot of them are terrified to pick up the phone and call the IRS or the Mm -hmm. state agencies. Don't hire that guy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, So find someone, because I'm on the phone all day with the IRS and making bad things go away and like, you know, getting things done for people. And they honestly prefer to talk to tax professionals versus civilians. Right. Because then 
they some people have a lot of emotions and they're like scared and they're panicky and this and that and or they're just mean and the person they're talking to didn't do that to them (laughs) so i think everybody could take that as a lesson and remember that that almost never is the person you're talking to yes don't the shoot the messenger. That, that was wrong. And sometimes those people could remember too that the person who's calling them is going through some emotional shit right. that they have and no control they're over. They're usually very, very nice. And yeah. they, they probably take a lot of Unless abuse. Unless they're a cable company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a different story. Yeah, I don't know what's wrong with them. So they're like just graduates of the DMV. <laughs> yeah, that might be it. There you go. That's probably Something right. happened there. That's probably But no, the state of California is a pleasure to work with. And I'm not saying don't call them if you get a letter. They're amazing to work with. If you're having um, Secretary of State issues or don't understand something, they have a field office in Mission Valley. So if it's your first time, so if you need a statement of information filed, and you're like, what in the heck is that? How do I do it? And you will get suspended if you don't file it every two mm-hmm. years. And that's another one. I had another client like, was this missed on the tax return? I'm like, no, completely different animal. So and then I just told them, I said, you can go here and get this and do that. Or you can hire someone like me or go to LegalZoom. They can mm-hmm. do it for you. Or you can literally fill out this tiny little form and check nothing's changed, sign it, <laughs> right, and pay your thirty five dollars, and then you're that, done. see. That's what I thought at first when I when mine happened. I yeah. thought that's what happened because I did my own. This just because I happened yeah. to be doing something else. I'm like, oh shit, I can check that box. Yes, and I paid and for it's it. Very and I was simple. like, okay, cool, I, I can even do that right. Yeah. And then I was like, did, how did I screw that up? <laughs> and then after I dug into it, dug into it, then I found that double thirty seven dollars. But I was like, right. how did I possibly screw this up? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you have questions like you, I mean, just send me a screen print, send me an email. I'm, I answer very promptly. I'm very prompt. It's very true. That, yeah. So, and then I'll tell you like, no, you're okay. Breathe or just check this box and send it here. Whatever right. you need to do. Yeah. So, yeah. So even if it's not me, find someone that you have a good rapport with. Like some, I hear horror stories about tax preparers, like they disappear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't answer, they don't respond or they just don't know. <laughs> well, I know I've sent multiple people to you because of that same thing where people are like freaking out like dude i'm trying to get this shit done and like yeah. i can't even hear back from somebody That's and i was like oh well just call henry and yeah. t- but just don't take up my time like now that you have a reserved area. that's right that's right it's me. <laughs> i remember one client you actually had referred me and he actually you sent me the screen prints He's like, dude, she texts me back within two minutes and we have a meeting tomorrow <laughs> right i'm like no shit dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i just I just feel that this is an area where it just kind of freaks a lot of people out with good reason. Mm-hmm. And you have to find a weirdo who loves it and just really just gets off on the fact of like, like knowing and teaching and growing with you and your business and yeah. actually just do, doing the best for your business and you. Right. Because at the end of the day, because if you have an S-Corp, I'm going to end up doing your personal taxes too. So that's another whole arena we can have fun with too. Mm-hmm. So more fun with the business, obviously, but you know, there's still other little things that we can do on your personal side too. So. Well, we'll be extra fun this year because you got a couple extra uh, businesses. To I know. In there, so. And then we had our last minute filing. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, boom, I got that done within like 24 hours yeah. for you. So. Well, then we got another one though. That yeah. last minute one we did, but where there's another one that started. So, yeah. So, so we we'll just another. start out on your plate. I like to get to throw some surprises. I don't want you to know everything that's coming. So I'll wait till the last minute and go like. Perfectly fine. You got to keep me on my toes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like you expect Let's see it. how ready Emory is today. <laughs> exactly. Like you thought you were done. What about this company? Yes. Yeah. No. Hey, throw it over. But for right now, to go back to your question before we get a little sidetrack mm-hmm. there is um, if your first time um, tax year with your investment property is to get your expenses, deductions and your books. I call it your books. It's a year, year end P&L. Your P&L is the magic word for profit and loss. Um, that is what we're looking for. 
And then if you come to a person who's doing your taxes with a hodgepodge of a mess, you're going to get charged a lot more and just be warned. And mm-hmm. if that's the case, but at least know what's going on. So don't just like hand it over and not have any clue what's going on or what's coming in or what's going out, et cetera. Right. So, I mean, that's just something to, if you don't want anything to do with it, I get it. So, but at least like when the P&L is done, look at it, <laughs> read it, kind of see what's, what is going on in these areas? Like, oh my God, I have a lot going out in this area or all this marketing money. Is it yeah. really, really is being spent in a worthwhile area? Right. I mean, hiring the right people, things like that, just to kind of a little due diligence on your own. Cause you're going to know, like if you have an obscene amount of money for marketing and real estate, that's normal. Yeah. That really is. But was it spent well? True. Yeah. True. So, and like or, subscriptions. Or was it just where you pushed your right off? To- <laughs> <laughs> but if, even if you have subscriptions to like this guy, it was like, I'm going to teach you all oh, the God. magic of this. And then you find out this guy knows nothing. I know more than him. Right. You know, cancel it. <laughs> so yeah, it's just, it's money That's being burned else. where you could have, you know, you could have bought another Mac <laughs> mm-hmm. there <laughs> or, you, you know, something else, you know, just in, to improve your business. Right. So. Well, on those investments too, like uh, first time, let's say first time investors getting set up right the first year too is kind of crucial because you're probably not going to hurt yourself much the first year. Do you know what I mean? Like the first year is kind of almost like a freebie. You're going to get certain rest regardless. You purchase, there's going to be expenses from that purchase. There's going to be a lot of expenses. From like possibly management, possibly all these things. So you're going to be okay that year. But by either taking the time to figure it out yourself or actually when I say like hire a professional, that doesn't just mean go find one. You got to find one that you Joy working with or that you yeah, trust and stuff too, right? With, yeah. Not just everyone licensed. Yeah. Same with any business, any, any, yeah. it's real estate. Even like uh, with people's kind, mental health, matter. like they hire a therapist. You're not just going to like jive with the first one. If you do, that was amazing. Right. That never happens. Right. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's dating. <laughs> yeah. Kind I mean, of is. Yeah. yeah. You just got to find if you have that rapport. And I, I tell people, I said, you know, I'm kind of a shark. If that makes you uncomfortable, then we can make your PL like more trimmed mm-hmm. and not like leave this out or, you know, whatever it is and et cetera. Right. So I'm very upfront with that. So, and they don't mind that I'm a shark. They're just a little, some people are terrified of the IRS and they think they're going to get audited for every little thing. So I just explained to them, these are the areas, the three main topics that get audited, guaranteed. Right. It's always the car, the meals, and uh, for real estate people, it's marketing. Right. Because the, the numbers are super high. So they want proof. Right. They don't want someone just like throwing in a number. So. Well, it's also sometimes it's like worth giving a shot because what's that worst that happens is that you write the check later. Right. Right. I right. mean, it's not like you go to prison. Like, oh, I mean, exactly. if you don't pay, if you don't, you know, if you right. never, if you avoid yeah. it forever. So, but like yeah. if a year or two from now, someone's like, okay, I get audited. I'll be like, first of all, I'm like, Emery, what's this mean? Well, then you would have to hire me and then I would have to do your complete audit. And then we turn it in and da da da. And then so, I just write a check and it's like, yeah. well, I was going to pay it then anyway. So fuck right. it. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, a lot of times I have um, clients, I have real estate agents that are, they're the number one most audited people. So don't be scared. <laughs> you just need someone like me who can help you through the whole thing. Cause I had a couple of them where their bill was $48,000 and they ended up cutting a check for 2200 so, and I have another, another client, unfortunately, this is pre Emery as mm-hmm. he calls it. Um, he had a hideous tax preparer. Um, she was doing the books and the taxes and, uh, inflated numbers. Cause I did a complete audit of everything. And I told him, I called him, I said, this is like the worst phone call I had to make. I said, you're going to owe a lot, not as much as they think you should owe. 
So that's the positive. Right. I said, but she literally made things up. I have no idea where these numbers oh, came shit. from because I went line by line on his bank statements. And so you have to send in every single bank statement. You have to itemize everything that they're auditing. And then you have to have your, he was mileage, the car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, so we had all that and recalculated it. And I told him, I said, you're going to have to cut a check. I said, but he kind of sat on it for a little too long. So now um, I just petitioned tax court. So, so yeah. So I said, there's a way out. There's still yeah. a way out. I said, you know what? It's just, you know, some people stick their head in the sand and that's fine. You know right. what? I'll get your head out. <laughs> and then we petitioned tax court. And so now we just got to let it marinate. Well, you know, when you, like you were just now talking and you said like, you know, a realtor that done this or whatever, but again, kind of take it even back to those investors, like a real estate professional. Yeah. It's the same thing. Cause if you actually have it marked as real estate professional and you're doing your 750 hours and it's, when I say real estate, I use it as an umbrella for real investment for, I mean, business, if you're a real as estate a business, as yeah. agent, I mean, anyone involving with anything to do with properties, mm. it could be commercial. It could be, I mean, personal, whatever it is that you're doing, you're, you're a real estate professional. Right. So, and that's, if I'm using this, like if you're a real estate agent or in real estate, I mean you as well as a prof- investor, right. even if you only have one property right now, you are still a real estate professional. Takes the first one. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you're going to grow from there. Mm -hmm. So the first tax year is very important because you're just going to understand it's growing pains. Right. And there's going to be some mistakes, but then, you know, then you learn and you grow. So, but it's just really organization. Just get (laughs) that face, just get organized. And now is the time because the holidays are going to hit and you're going to be like, Oh, uh, what's Thanksgiving? I'll do it after before Christmas. And then poof, all of a sudden it's January Yeah. and your estimated tax payments, the last one midnight, January 15th. And then you're, you're scrambling and you're ripping your hair out. No doubt. So just start now. I mean, you don't have to do it overnight. Yeah. Just start getting your ducks in a row essentially. And then you want to know, like if you do want to buy another property for the upcoming year, tell your tax preparer, because then we need to make your PL less we need to actually like take out those expenses. So right. you actually will qualify for a loan. Right. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> had to do that. that was last year. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, but no, but it's like, because last year was like the first time I was actually a little bit prepared. Right. But it was, it, it's, you know what it is? It's the motivation. So before the motivation was just like, I just don't want to go to prison and I don't want to get fined a ton. So <laughs> I'll just <laughs> hand over. Exactly. I'm not good with orange. So I hand the stuff over to you. Just get it done. Right. right. Like, cool. Right. Get it done. But then last year was like, cool. It's time to start buying again. Right. So like, Hey, all my stuff's ready. And you're probably thinking like, Oh God, what do you want? Like, you're never ready. Like, here's my stuff. I already knew I was either a, you want a PPP loan or B, you want to buy a property or C, you want to refinance one of your properties. Instead we did bought a property, refinance all the properties and (laughs) bought a couple more. And so it's kind of like, just make me, make me a viable candidate for a loan, you know? So I always know what you guys are up to. Cause I'm like, you're like, Oh, I want to get this done like a bed. I'm like, like, okay, let me guess. You're doing one of the three. And I want to pay taxes. Hey, can you, can I need to pay some taxes, please? And I need to pay them quickly. So be aware as your first time investor, you are going to have a hefty tax bill. Mm -hmm. So if you're not prepared to pay that, and by the time you want to buy or anything like that, don't buy that year. I mean, I mean, get, get a proper budget in order. I mean, be prepared. You're probably gonna have to pay maybe 12 to $20,000 to the IRS. If you made no estimated tax payments at all. So you're going to have a hefty tax bill. 
So if you have a down payment and that's going to come out of that and you need to save up more, then just be be cognizant of the fact of, you know, you may have to shift some stuff around. Right. So, but if you, with investment properties, you have to show income. Mm -hmm. You have to. But then you also, I think the mindset of it too is like, okay, cool. If you know you're gonna have to pay this up front, then just do better at investing. Yeah. Like make more. So it offsets. But it's like, I think it's like the first, after the first property and then the second I think that's the one that kind of, ugh. yeah. Yeah. Cause it looks like, or the wait a year, like I said, you know, like then their tax bill is nice and small. They're like, oh yeah. Right. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden they're like, Hey, I want to buy again. I'm like, okay, so this is what you owe. And they're like, what? <laughs> well, even now with us looking for the, you know, trying to pur- purchase the office mm-hmm. and stuff, like they look, you know, do you got to give your PL, you've got to give yeah. your business and personal tax returns yeah, for a couple do. years and right. all that stuff. So it's kind of, if you plan ahead and stair step, like, and never get overly greedy, I guess, right. if you, if you intend to be an actively, you know, investing or actively utilizing those right. type of loans yeah. and, and conventional loans. Right. So you can plan ahead and it's okay. Yeah, exactly. It's not that scary, yeah. but if you did not know that you're going to do that or, or you didn't plan ahead and you're just like, cool, I want to pay nothing. Cool. We well, are probably not going to make more money in investing for the right. next year. So see, that's the issue. You got to kind of get that through your head, like with, with more properties. Balance. Yeah, definitely. But I just think it's a lot of people like where they did their own taxes the first year and then they get referred to me and then I do their taxes and then they're ready to buy again. Mm-hmm. But there was no communication done. Right. So I had no idea that the estimated tax payments should have been higher. You know, you just need to, because I have clients that will send me their P&L for the quarter and I right. will let them know what, what to pay. Yeah. And that's fine with me. Yeah. That's great. So, and then if your company is in another state, then I figure out whatever that state taxes for you. And if you have a C Corp, S Corp, that's it, all taxed differently. Right. So, and then if you have an S Corp, you can pay it on the S or you can pay on your personal. It doesn't matter. It all goes to the same place. Right. So, and then just kind of whatever you're comfortable with, but I have no problem crunching those numbers for you, but it's just being in, like you and I are, we're in constant communications. We set up meetings and just at the end of the tax year, find your tax person now. Right. Don't wait until like. Oh, that's very true too. Yeah. Like find him now. Just like, yeah. you know, because right now it's, it's kind of a chill time for us. <laughs> so Somebody might talk to you and return your call, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the relationship. I always do. But like, even for me, I'm, I'm doing a lot of my travels. I do all my travels like, you know, in November, December, because it's kind of a hangout time for me. Because right. there's really not a lot going on besides my tax planning. And then running the last estimated tax payment numbers right? or just answering last minute questions like, oh, hey, should I do an IRA or should I do a simple or should I do this? Things like that. And then, you know, that doesn't take a lot for me to do at all. So right. I'm always wide open for Q&A, whatever we need to do. But find your person now, definitely. And then get your button gear with your expenses. Yeah. Just- it's very overwhelming and the more you let it pile up and then this is how people don't file their taxes because I have that client too. Usually it's about three years of unfiled is when they find me, two to three years. So. <laughs> I wasn't that bad. That no, makes me feel better about myself. I know because when you take me, I was like, oh, you're good. You're good. Trust me. So I said, usually it's about two to three years. People keep their head in the sand and then they start getting really tweaked and really freaked out like, oh. That's, I feel like a lot of people, like you said before too, are scared. Um, just the, the thought of IRS or these, uh, you know, a bigger return or, or more creative tax, uh, I don't know, (laughs) avoidance, um, those things scared and people do, they do bury their head in sand and hide from it. And the funny thing, even if you don't understand it, if you don't bury your head in sand, you start building those relationships for the people that do, there's so much that you can make from that, you know, cause it's not, doesn't necessarily mean just 
not paying something, but how that money could be invested to something else that caused right. you not to. And that's right. why connect your people as well. Like yeah. when you have your tax person, you have your financial advisor person, you have yeah. the different Very people you work with. People. You can like, I'm all about find those people, right. connect them and walk the fuck away. And I Back love off. it because even when we were doing your taxes, because we didn't, we had to keep you higher. And so since you were a higher income bracket, you vested in an IRA. I'm like, I'm like, no, I said, you're going to get penalized. And then we contacted your guy, backed it out, put it into a simple IRA. And this is all perfectly legal to do right. as long as you do it for the deadlines. Right. So, and then this was literally, I was in the middle of your tax return. I stopped and that immediately stopped. Anytime I'm doing someone's tax return, I immediately stop or I'll just keep going and finish an email. And I'm like, hey, I think this is missing. Or do you want to do this? Or did you have this? Right. Yeah, always. I just don't just do like, oh, this is what you gave me in the end. That's not how I work right. at all. But I remember that. If I was on the phone with you, I'm like, call your guy right now. I said, you're going to, you need to like fix this. I said, because you're going to get penalized. And that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's a lot easier to connect people that know what they're talking about yeah. than me be middleman after that. Yeah. So I just call yeah. him and like, hey, you yeah. need to talk to Henry. We Let's fixed it. This. We put you into a, we rolled the money over into mm -hmm. a simple IRA versus a regular and poof, penalty gone. Perfect. I yeah. like, I like penalties gone. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> do that with a few but other things yeah. I screw up. That but would be great. For, um, like I said, the investors right now is to find your tax person, get your, get your ducks in a row with your expenses and your, and your, your profit and loss. Your year end obviously doesn't end for most. I mean, right. some are, they have calendar versus just, you know, in the years, whatever. Mm -hmm. It depends how Physical. you run your business. Yeah. But generally speaking, December 31st is a normal year end for people. Right. So, and just, you know, it's coming fast. It does come You fast. have a whole 11 months if you haven't done anything yet. That's a lot right. of work. Well, also, I just think that doing now, planning for now, not only, especially for the first time people that purchase, like say this year, not only will help them this year, but next year also recognize some of those things that they can take advantage of. Definitely. beyond that because oh, yeah. a lot of people, me including when i my first when i was still like active duty and stuff and first investments it's like cool there's some great deductions i didn't know early on that i could be you know basically declare myself a real estate professional and yeah and do these other things so yeah. there's certain you know you're like oh cool i'm gonna you know i had to put this much work into this i had to do this yeah. great awesome and you feel good about it i would have felt a hell of a lot better if i were writing off shit like my cars and my oh you yeah know, all that stuff yeah. like no man That's, i was like left so much money on the table yeah you did yeah there is that that was the first thing i do to my clients i have a new client um call tomorrow for planning mm -hmm. and he doesn't like his guy because he disappears <laughs> like okay shocking right and uh, i said the first thing i always have them do is uh he's like well don't you want to talk first i said no i want to look at your tax return first right i want to see what was missed he's like well how do you know things were missed i'm like 95 uh, percent of the time it's something was missed right. so and so that's the first thing i look for i'm like okay this is what we're gonna do mm -hmm. and this is what was missed and etc and then what questions do you have and i think you need to start you know like if you're at this this income mark like he's getting there. He's a right. new business. So right, right now I'm going to tell him the tax planning by, you know, next year, let's, let's move you to, he's an S corp now. Cause he's finally reached that branch. So, okay. and then he could start W2ing himself or he can start doing his investments and do his benefits through his business and create a tax shelter and et cetera. So there's things where right now he's a little too young for that because he's going to be in the negative if you keep, if you do that now. And right. if you're in the negative for way too many years, the IRS is going to be like, what the heck's going on here? Yeah. So, and that's not, that's something you want to do is like, Hey, hi. 
Yeah. So it's just Fly baby steps. Yes. So it's just a, like baby steps. Yeah. So in your first year as a, your property investor, you probably will have a negative. If you have an S corp or if you just run in on a schedule E, mm -hmm. you probably will have a negative and that is called the net operating loss. It's an NOL right. for tax jargon. And you're allowed to actually carry that over. So like the second year, if you have an NOL, but you need to show income, you don't have to take it. Right. You can store it for the third year. Okay. When you actually don't want to buy a property that year. And, you know, you actually had an amazing profit. Your NOL will eat that profit and then you pay less taxes. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. So you just kind of reserve that yeah. break. Exactly. So, what yes. about, so um, just on the very, very basics, like someone who bought investment property, not not their primary residence, right. investment property, just off the purchase itself, what are the, some of the things that they're going to be able to write off? Just the purchase itself, whatever, like the expenses involved with any legal, any kind of like professional people you had to come in, maybe it was you or right. whatever it was, like um, interest, um, if you had to like borrow for like a short-term loan or et cetera, to get where you needed to go. Cause I right. think it was like hard money or something, hard money, mm -hmm. like bridge loans, et cetera. There are like so many like expenses involved with creating your business. Right. Like you had the file, you have, you have, whether you went legal zoom, you had to pay them. Right. And there's other, I don't even know, like the improvements. If you got that far, like any kind of pains, of, like cans of paint, right. anything that you've had to do, any kind of like yard work, landscaping. If you had to come out here and have somebody actually get the value of the thing, you have to pay that guy. Appraiser. Yeah. So appraisal, like, I mean, because any property, for, I mean, if you're like in your appraisers closing costs, all exactly. of those. But that still is, that's, and that's kind of that point. All is like, of the itemized goodies mm -hmm. that go with buying a property. Even your home inspector. Yep. Yep. So many so things. So I always, I always ask for the closing. Closing statement. Statement. Mm -hmm. And then just walk away i got right. it <laughs> and, like and then Perfect. all of that is on there so because mm -hmm. that is it this is this is an investment right this is all all of those expenses are viable expenses because it is now your business right. that piece of property is your business right you need to look at it that way it's not just like oh, okay cool i have a rental property now that is you literally have your own business now right. that piece of property on that land is your now your business and that's so. another, almost like um, on the business side of that, another thing that we'll probably have to dive into another time too, is people will right away, as soon as they close, great, hey, should I put this in an LLC? Should I put each property in an LLC? Should I, I'm like, okay, now you're talking a lot of money, a lot of things going there, but but really even more so than that, if that's the first they, thing they think about investing as a business, but they're not thinking of LLC maybe as an operating LLC either. Like they're or not thinking of what entity they want to operate on right. if they're going to continuously right. do that. Right. Where, so we're, realistically, that's two different things. Right. Do you know what I mean? There's one for the asset protection and for right. for tax purposes for properties, right. which California isn't the same as every California's not the same in any no, way from any no, other state. No, so no. <laughs> totally different thing there as it would be for you as a as a, a like you know eventually making that a, a, a licensed business as a real right. estate professional. Right. Totally separate thing. Exactly. Yeah. Like I said, your first year is probably going to get thrown on your schedule E under your social. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's just how things go. And it's totally fine. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine to do that. So some people want to get an EIN. You can get an EIN and within five minutes, you're quite going to irs.gov slash EIN or whatever. I think it's what it is. Just Google it. Just right. get an EIN number and you can get an EIN number just like that. Mm -hmm. If that makes you feel better, that's great. Um, not necessary because the Schedule E is actually not the same thing as the Schedule C. Right. 
If you want to have your um, rental property run more as a Schedule C, then you're going to have to be paying the taxes on that income right. or like the income taxes. But yeah. if you oh, actually yeah, have yeah. it on, on Schedule E, you don't. See, those are the things that I was totally lost on early on right. too. Like, I mean, I had done enough research to know that there was stuff that I needed to be doing yeah, and I needed help to do it. Right. But I think that's fine too. Like, and I, I, I make fun of stuff that I've done because with all the things I've done wrong, things turn out okay because I'm doing right. something. I call it growing pains. Well, then also just you're taking some kind of action. So I, I really, anybody that, you know, people will, will, will ask me a question like, oh, I feel so bad about that. I'm like, dude, don't feel bad. Like, honestly, you're probably asking that question way earlier than I did, which yeah. is great. But just any kind of research, any kind Always of ask. being inquisitive yeah. and figuring things out Definitely. really opens doors. And yeah. it, it, it opens like not just your mind, but uh, it'll open you to like, wait, who do I need to ask this question to, to right. see if this is something I can do? Yeah. You know, I think that's phenomenal. Oh yeah. Cause a lot of people don't understand that the, the schedule E is passive income. Mm -hmm. Schedule C is not right. And you get tax 15.7% on the income for, and that's your FICA, that right. man who used to take all your money off your paycheck. Mm -hmm. You now so nice. become that man. <laughs> right. So, And then you actually can write off half of that though. 7.5%. But if you're doing schedule E, there's, you don't, that, that part is cut out. Right. And so the important part is when you do actually want to create a business with your properties, eventually mm -hmm. do an S corp, you don't pay those income taxes on there. Right. So you're bypassing that thing again. Right. Nope. So. I like it. Anything that bypasses anything. Yes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. You just need to ask the right person and just have, have the right tax person and in, in your back pocket. Right. Yeah. And that's something we'll like, I, you know, I don't mind sharing any of my mistakes and stuff. So maybe, uh, as some things that you're going to, we're going to get dropped in your lap this year for some changes, uh, maybe early in the year, like you have a break between, you know, all the new tax stuff coming on. We can go over, gosh, probably some more of my mistakes, but also just some of the other, you know, like you're talking about just what is going to be the best way. Cause as your business changes or as you add pieces to it, it 110%, you're, you're changing what is going to be the best Oh, tax definitely. And you it. also have to understand that tax laws change all the time. Yeah. I read about 25 emails per day, bare minimum from the IRS alone. And uh, I'm a big hooked in with New York and then California as well. So I'm always. That's, that's why it's easy for me to reach you because I'm an early person yes. and you're already working in New York. So it's like, hey, I don't yes. know, 630 good for yeah, the call. Yeah, my day perfect. starts at 6 a.m. because yeah. some people think I'm insane. They're like, well, because that's the resolution part of my business. So mm -hmm. like when I'm beating up the IRS, as I call it. Um, all of my agents are out in New York. Right. So, and that's already nine o'clock their time. So I have to, and then usually by noon is when they stop doing the calls and then they actually do all the paperwork in the afternoon. So, yeah. But yeah, it's just for, I mean, the newbies, welcome and uh, find your tax person. And I don't know, just educate yourself. Yeah. And then if you don't know, or if you don't want it, like research, that's not your thing. I get it. Just ask. Yeah. And yeah. stuff you do learn, share it with somebody else too. Share, yeah. You know, oh my gosh. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. And knowledge is power. And I'm, I totally believe in that. Sounds cheesy, but right. that is, it's, it really is. Yeah. Really, and really know, is. just knowing where to ask is almost, like, yeah. to me, that's even bigger. Yeah. There's only so much I'm going to remember. Yeah. So. so, and then also the tax laws, I was sorry, I kind of mm -hmm. segued myself there. <laughs> Every December, late December, I usually wake up and my birthday's New Year's Eve. So like, you know, New Year's Day is recovery day. And then the second back at it, mm -hmm. I usually have about 850 pages to read because Congress has decided to make 8 million changes to the tax code. 
So, and that is not going to apply to the taxes we're about to do. Right. But there's tax planning for, for the, the year. fresh year that we're just starting. So if anything major happens, then I'm like, hey. <laughs> That's when you told me I could deduct all my meals. Yes. It's like, cool, because I, I want to yeah, get an early I start. So I got to get an early you. start at that. <laughs> I remember I was like, the first person I'm going to tell is Jay. <laughs> right. I like to go out. It's, yes, you, you do. Know. And that's perfectly fine. But there is a new California um, item, but this does just pertain to S corps that are actually owned by people, not another entity uh-huh. and for C corps, or if you're um, a schedule C that's called AB 150. And then we had discussed this on your mm-hmm. tax planning, but since the salt cap in California is only 10 grand. And if you have a property that's obscene with property taxes, and your state taxes and et cetera, um, you can actually pay 9.3% of your net income to the state of California on your business side. So that's another business expense, therefore creating a smaller net business number. I like that. And then what you do is you take that amount, the 9.3%, and you're able to put that number on your 1040 as an extra deduction. And if you don't need the full number, you can carry it over for five years. Like... Even like even portion, you can, can you partition it for five years even? Yeah, you can partition oh, wow. it. Yeah. If you want, if you don't want it's to take crazy. it. Yeah. And so for you, your, your salt and then what you paid the state was a pretty minimal number. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, if you want to do it, I'm game. But right. for you, it's, uh, you yeah, know, yeah, it wasn't anything big, but if people are paying, you know, like 2,500 or more to the state because mm-hmm. of the property taxes and what they owe and et cetera, because on the schedule E or the S corp. Because like I said, the S Corp is like a funnel. It just right. falls into your 1040, which right. is another thing we can possibly do someday. We can, explaining different entities and how they actually run. Yeah. So, because they're all, they're all different. Yeah, yeah. it's very different. Um, but that's a new one that actually just got um, brought to you by COVID. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, um, but it's called AB 150. So if you're interested or if you have a tax person, just ask them. If they don't know, fire them and come to me. So Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and as long as I still have my spot reserved. <laughs> you always have a special place. Making sure. So, but yeah, but that's like a new one. So you do have to be proactive with paperwork, of course, yeah. and have your books done and et cetera. So, but that's something, I think it's a nice little thing for business owners. Yeah, that is. So, I mean, I would have never known about it, but that's yeah. not shocking either. Yeah. But the IRS doesn't do that. So the state and the mm-hmm. IRS um, tax laws don't always match. Right. And well, and that's again, that is confusing when you're starting out too, because it is so very different. Yeah. So you think that you're doing the right thing for one and it's totally different. For I've the had other. a lot of people where they owed the IRS and they paid the state mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, you need to call your bank. And cancel that. I'm like, yeah. They're like, isn't it the same? I'm like, no, no. And, and, and <laughs> completely different. Entities. Not gonna, they're not going to volunteer it back. No, either. no. Yeah. So they're like, what if they don't give it back? I'm like, well, they have to, <laughs> they mm-hmm. don't owe them any money. So, um, but yeah, that's a, that's a big difference. So the tax laws are completely different. And from state to state, as we discussed, yeah, yeah, a lot. And so there's fun things you can do in different states and yes, we, yeah, which we'll, we'll get to oh, on another one. Right. But yeah, this is the stuff that I read and I research. Theoretically, hypothetically, what yeah, you could do. Not, yeah. 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 Exactly. So, but this is the stuff that I love because I'll be reading something and it's a lot of times it's articles like bashing how people invest and don't pay taxes. And I'll take that little bit of the article and then I, I, I go into insanity mode and then I, throw it into Google and then I'm in Cornell law and I'm in here and I got like 10 browsers open and I'm like, Oh, so that's how we do that. Right. <laughs> and I get really excited. And then I called me you. too. Yeah. I get excited <laughs> too. When you come up with something too, like, this is how we get your money out of here. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yes. Now, now I will go try to make yeah. more of it so we can get yeah. it out of there. I probably look like an insane human. Cause I'm in my office by myself. Like this. <laughs> 
so cool. <laughs> That's well, that is interesting. Like, it have to, sometimes like I'll be around other people. Like, if you mm-hmm. send me something that we talked about, then you yeah. find something, and I'll like kind of just like smirk or something. Be like, what's what's going on? Like. <laughs> Just my tax girl money, got excited. Money. <laughs> when my tax money girl gets saved. excited, that means good it's things. It's good things. It's yes. good, good stuff. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So, but yeah, I mean, if there's any other little things that maybe they want to email you mm-hmm. and then before January 15th, if you want to do a quickie one and like yeah. we can kind of peg sure. like common questions we can do an faq or something yeah and i think i probably people. even have some that i don't have with me now that people because i write down yeah. a lot of times when people ask me certain things yeah i'll just write it down so then yeah. i'll hit you up when i talk to you but uh but the ones that aren't like time critical or like yeah. that i even get they get the answer but they don't uh you know i hear a lot right so we'll definitely do that and but that's perfect and if you just want to get contacted like we'll connect you to Emery. that way i'm not middlemanning a lot of stuff <laughs> but if you go to xbritishpodcast.com you know just put any comments in there if you have any questions yeah. first of all that's perfect too if you have questions yeah, that we want that. to we can do a, yeah. a follow-on with it but yeah. or all or if you especially if you're out in california especially and need some tax help let us know that too. And we'll get you connected. Yeah. Thank you ahead of time for that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. As long yeah. as everyone still remembers, I have my spot. We're all good, but, <laughs> but Jay sure. has a reserve. <laughs> I know I need a lot of help. I just, it's just, it's just that I need a lot of help. You have actually learned so much. Well, the, the yeah. bar was pretty low for me in it's the beginning. It's amazing. It's like this year, you're like, well, I know this. And then you know that you know now. So I'm always like, yeah, look at Jake go. I, right? <laughs> like, what? I, I know enough to get myself in trouble now. So yes, I still have to vet yeah. it to you. So but I'm here I'll to keep you, you know, there's, there's a line. Just, let's not go there. Let's stay here. That's yeah. fair. Let's don't go to the prison part. Let's right. stay in the no, fine. Yes. You get fined part is okay. Yeah. Prison part bad. Yeah, I know. There's so many people that put their head in the sand because they think that they will go to jail. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, you're not P. Diddy. <laughs> Just, right. You don't make that kind of money. So right. they they don't want to put you in prison. It's that's not. They can't get their money if you're in prison. Exactly. Just saying. Exactly. Exactly. So, but not that I, mean, I want to go anyway, but. But. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's just, that's a lot of TV drama, I think, through the years or brainwashing people that the IRS is going to show up at your door and take everything you own. I mean, they have done that to people, mind right. you. I mean, but the tax bills that I've seen are obscene. So. Yeah. yeah. If I get to that status yeah, and I, that's yeah, gonna be no. my worries you probably fire me because i let you get to that point so yeah right exactly <laughs> like, what was i doing <laughs> yeah dude somebody was taking too many vacations <laughs> exactly. too, too long of a winter break <laughs> exactly so yeah, well, but yeah to, um yeah any kind of, if you want to do a little follow-up one i'm game for sure. so that way if we have any little common questions before january 15th rolls around pretty, pretty sure we will yeah yeah to shoot it out yeah no i will for sure and as always thanks for always being my resource but also for coming on and sharing it all information always love it awesome and we will i think we've still got to go network some other stuff this evening yes we do yes we do all right bye guys if you could use an inexpensive and super convenient healthcare option i definitely recommend checking out skill mills telehealth For me, when I did the research, it turned out that their program worked well as a supplement to VA medical. So that's the route I went. If you go to their website for the information, skillmill.com, that's S-K-I-L-L-M-I-L.com. Go to the top, click on the telehealth button, and it'll take you to another page with the information on all their programs. Super easy, super easy to sign up. If you click on the get started button, fill in a little bit of basic info, you could even use your referral code expertish podcast in the drop down. 
And then from there, they'll take care of you and you're all set. Definitely highly recommend checking that out.